Real Marketing Rap is brought to you by Tim Bush and me, Joe Edwards. And we talk about everything marketing. We'll tell you as it is, jargon free and no BS. We'll have guests every week from high rollers to first starters, all from different industries and disciplines within the marketing world. We're here to set the record straight with nothing but marketing realness. Hey Tim, happy new year, buddy. Uh, it's wicked to see you, although being slightly ill. Uh, we've struggled a little bit even to kind of get the first kind of podcast this year off the ground. Just, it's amazing how you can kind of get back into the office and it just is ballistic from day one. But um, I'm glad, I'm glad we're sitting down now to to, to chat and share some share some uh, brain food with everybody. Indeed, yeah. Happy new year, mate. And. Uh... Yeah, it's going to be uh, a manic uh, few months for the, the show. We've got some huge, huge plans. It's not just going to be you and I uh, wittering on uh, for some of the future episodes we've got planned, which is going to be great. But um, but yeah, great to be back for 2018. And uh, yeah, here it goes, despite the fact I am ill, of course. Yeah, yeah. So what we'll do uh, in this show, everybody, we're going to, um, I'm going to give a little synopsis of uh, an event I went to called Leaders Meet Innovation. It was actually hosted by SAP, Cisco and the NBA, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're going to do our classic rants and then we're probably going to just talk briefly about um, kind of the things that are on the top of uh, our minds, uh, I guess professionally speaking, um, over the next over the next year. Not quite New Year's resolutions, are they? But definitely New Year's goals and thoughts. Yeah, sounds like a a good a good plan. So um, yeah, the thing that I've uh, kind of really been thinking a lot lately is around uh, video, and um, just from a kind of personal perspective, over the the holidays, I was super super sick and uh, could pretty much just watch endless youtube videos on my ipad but um as a result of that hang on hang on wait a minute i think i can hear a tiny violin <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is <laughs> sorry mate sorry. <laughs> had to be said yeah it had to be said. <laughs> but um yeah so i spent more hours than i would um kind of care to admit to watching uh endless youtube videos but um i started getting really into um some of these cool YouTubers that are into kind of uh, photography and uh, video making and all that kind of stuff. And uh, just from a personal point of view, I think I'll start kind of getting my teeth into trying some, some kind of, uh, you know, video creation kind of type projects. But um, I then started thinking about how that could then kind of translate into some cool stuff for more uh, kind of professional purposes. And um, yeah, I think from a a kind of new year's resolution, if you like, um, a, I'm going to sort of start teaching myself some of these kind of final cut kind of pro type tools yeah. and, and really kind of playing around with that um, kind of personally, but then also carrying that over into uh, into work as well. So um, yeah, you know, whether it's events or uh, or just kind of like little bite sized product pieces, um, you know, I think video is a really great way to to kind of enhance our storytelling so uh, yeah yeah i'm going to be really geeking out on that i'm sure my wife's going to be thrilled when i start ordering all sorts of uh, camera equipment, camera equipment yeah. on uh, on amazon but there we go happy days, happy bridge, days. get to it yeah <laughs> i mean video is huge uh i mean for my uh business you know being a rights holder it, it, that's what it is that life is video yeah, and totally. uh, and um it's definitely a massive revenue driver for us as a business and and it is the one thing that everybody consumes really easily 
Totally, uh, totally. So yeah, totally agree with that. My one uh, for this year is is actually really trying to fo- kind of focus on subscription models and user acquisition. Um, so you know, it, within my role, I'm trying to you know, as part of my role, is acquire users so I can get hold of data and all that sort of stuff. So you know, the whole attribution modeling, and rather rather than targeting around a persona it's actually targeting around a customer journey and and really kind of really focusing your efforts on that to bring down your kind of cost per acquisition and 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 then on the flip side is the retention and making sure that your customer lifetime values up so i'm going to be getting heavily into data this year for you know not that i'm not already but i think because of my kind of new current role it's going to require me to be even more uh, in depth around what i'm trying to do no, that sounds super uh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So also, we've so had a, a previous episode on uh, on kind of data and the fact this is going to be the year of the data scientist and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool to kind of see how you're getting on with that. And uh, have you started thinking about any of the the kind of core sort of tactics and stuff that you're going to use to support that? So, obviously, again, we've spoken a lot about storytelling and content creation and things like that. And obviously, that arguably is going to snap really well in terms of how you're going to look at those. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So I've been looking at some um, metrics from um, some uh, various different places around the marketing mix. And uh, yeah, unsurprisingly, email still converts like crazy. Yeah. Um, Affiliate programs, social owned. These are places where you get high levels of conversion um, earned social earned drives a lot of conversion as well paid media man we spend a lot of money on that and get diddly squat for it generally speaking but you need it for awareness so it is just about trying to find the right balance so that you're filling up the top of the funnel and then converting it as you get further further down there and do you use any kind of marketing automation tools like hubspot marketo any of those kind of things um currently no uh soon yes (laughs) uh it's just we're the um, the maturity of marketing uh, within that uh, and and the new products that I'm trying to land um, just haven't necessarily required it. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, oh, I, that's bad. Actually, that's bad. I think they have required it. I just don't think anybody's given the impetus or yeah, yeah. provided the business case for the need yet. So hopefully. Uh, that will all come through fairly soon, and we'll be getting into into that as well. So the, yeah, I mean, I'm them in various different guises and priorities, and dependent on what the job is for the for the channel and the tactic, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cool, lot, cool. Lot to do. No, I can definitely recommend um, HubSpot. Um, yeah, I've, I've used that um, yeah for quite a while now, and. Uh, it's very, very cool. So, uh, yeah, if you want any tips, just shout. Yeah, <laughs> nice one, mate. I may, yeah. I may well do that. Um, cool. So, do you want to get into uh, the event I went to? Yeah, no, it sounds like an awesome yeah. event. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, basically, yeah, it's called Leaders Meet Innovation. It was held at BAFTA, uh, which is a pretty cool venue. We went up into it, and um, they had, like, loads of, like, NBA basketball gear. They had the trophy standing in the middle. Pretty, you know, like me being the big basketball head, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, pretty cool. They had quite a few high-profile speakers um, at the event. You had the kind of uh, head of strategy for Instagram was there. 
You had one of the co-owners from the Boston Celtics. But what was quite interesting about it was that, you know, we all think about, you know, innovation. And I guess in my head and maybe in your head, not speaking for you, we kind of immediately think about marketing innovation. But actually, this was broader than that. And it was, you know, yeah, technology innovation. We probably think that as well. But but it was also about like investment strategies and things like that. And that was really quite interesting listening about how there's actually a belief that the sports properties are kind of currently undervalued and there's a lot more value in the rights that uh, we are using at the moment. Esports is going like nuts at the moment. It's just, it's not that like publicly visible, but you're getting more people watching, I don't know, an esport competition than you are a football match sometimes. You know, the the numbers are insane. Um, so yeah, good high level of speakers um, at the event. I, I quite enjoyed it. You know, again, being in the industry for not that long, it was uh, it was interesting to hear um, a, a wider gamut of of information across across. And and then you could see how a lot of this stuff applies into other industries as well. Mm. Um, AS Roma are building a, a new stadium at the moment that's going to have facial recognition on the cameras, generally wow. for security. Per- um, purposes. It was interesting. The guy who uh, Jim uh, Jim Palotta, um, who's kind of heading all that up, was talking about how he doesn't really think VR is very important. And then the guy from uh, SAP comes on and says, "Yeah, well, it might not be very important for you lot, but actually, in retail, we reckon it's going to be huge in the next two years." So it's quite interesting, sort of hearing about how these different industries are having different thoughts, opinions, and I guess approaches to different kind of technologies at the moment. Well, um, like a fan yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, what else can I give uh, give you, give you, which was interesting. So um, there, the, a guy from SAP came on. He talked very much about data being the new oil, uh, which is, you know, it's a bit of a, you know, talking about not having buzzwords and that is definitely feels like a buzz phrase, if not anything else. Um, but I guess it, it, his approach was kind of interesting. He was really yeah talking about the data and how you have kind of two data modes. One was around like infrastructure, so marketing, commerce, team performance within sports and then business operations. So that's one sort of level of data. But then there's the other level that really helps you differentiate yourself as a business through data. So it can be things like how do you engage fans in the moment? Um, how can you predict and reduce injuries within your players? How can you, you know, kind of help data uh, players understand what they're doing on court through data and information and, and make them better, better players? Um, so that was um, really quite interesting. Uh, and then Amy Brooks, who uh, is, I believe, head of innovation at the NBA, kind of went through a whole load of um, uh, fan experiences that she sees across all the NBA properties. Uh, so you had things like, uh, yeah, so first of all, it was kind of like enhancing the in arena experience and then kind of like beyond the the arena. So Pistons, which was quite interesting, when they sent out an email, depending on what time you viewed that email, the content in the email changed. So the score line of the game would change in the email. And also the traffic report, because if you wanted to drive to the to the arena, would change within that email as well, which was pretty cool. That's super cool. 
Yeah, yeah, which I mean, I know it's only email, but I found that kind of cool. Um, they were doing um, facial recognition to send you uh, from the Jumbotron so that once you'd kind of logged in and they'd worked out it was you, if you got caught on the Jumbotron, they'd send you that video to your phone <laughs> so you could share it with your mates, um, which was quite a clever thing. Um, and yeah, I, I, I guess there was like sort of, they've, they've set up um, Alexa, so it's got a whole bunch of NBA skills now. So you can say, hey, Alexa, uh, how did uh, Kevin Durant do in his last game? And it'll, Alexa will tell you, you know, how he performed in the last game and that sort nice. of stuff. So they're, they're getting into that as well. Um, they're talking about league pass integrating in so you can kind of choose uh you can kind of sit there with your friends in a chat room. You you know your friends watching the same game you are to kind of bring you together while watching the live feed, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, as well, so I thought these were all nice ways. And one of the guys actually from, I think it was I think it was the Celtics owner was talking about twenty five years ago when they were talking about this thing called convergence, and what convergence meant back then was you'd be watching TV and um, somebody, you you would be able to vote for something going on on TV with your phone. And that was kind of convergence mm. back then. And and now it's just like, well, yeah, now it's just like on steroids, basically. You know, you don't, you're, not, you're not watching TV without your phone being there. It's just not, not the done thing, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, so I'm just sort of skipping on a little bit. Um, and then I think the other, the, the next bit that was quite interesting for me was just Instagram. And I guess it was, it was, it was interesting for me. It was some of the stats, um, not so much the like tactics that they were talking about. It was nice to see what other people are doing mm. in Instagram, but, but one way or another, we're doing most of it already. So it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just nice to see some examples about yeah. how people executed things. But um, they've got about 800 million fans now. Um, about 243 million uh, of those people are connected to sports accounts. Um, what was quite interesting for me as well is typically a, a sports fan will connect to about 10 sports accounts. Out of those 10, eight of them are the players. So it just goes to show that it is that personal brand and that player and yeah, that celebrity. It's totally. really kind of driving that. Um, and I guess then she really, you know, another one was a um, hundred million people visit the explore page on the app every day. A hundred million? A hundred million people visit wow. that explore page every single day. Um 30% of all sports accounts are followed by teens. So, you know, 30% are teens, basically. Um, and it was just interesting about, like, uh, how they actually have quite a few different ways of leveraging content across their platform. So you've got, you've got live, and now you can bring a friend into the same live feed. Sort of, um, you've got, you know, Boomerang, Stories, Archive Stories, The mm. Feed, and all these different ways you can create create that content, and they say it's you know, it's actually really quite important to mix it up and think about the different ways you might deliver. And actually having a strategy, although I hate having a strategy around a channel, but at least having a, a planned set of tactics around a channel mm. 
is, is quite important. Like, make sure you go live at least once a week, as an example. You know, make sure you're posting X amount of stories a day, X amounts going into your feed, et cetera, et cetera, and really thinking about the mix. She said something that kind of made me laugh, to be honest, because she said, you need to keep it consistent, but not too consistent. And I'm like, oh, man, so what are you saying exactly? You know, um, so it's just one of those, it felt like a bit of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, saying one thing and, and, and then saying a totally the opposite thing, whatever that word is. A bit contradictory in a way. Thank you. Contradictory, that was the word. <laughs> um, live is blowing up, like it's getting really mm. quite um, big and important. And they showed a really cool thing that um, Gal Gadot, uh, who Wonder is Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah. how she launched, did a movie poster launch. And this is talking about driving the value of of your product so so you know it would have been written into her contract that she had to post about the movie poster like and she could have just got the jpeg chucked it on an instagram feed and and that was it but what she actually did was i think went to like Times square or something with the director and nice. did a, a live of like oh i wonder where we are and they were just kind of talking and then all of a sudden went oh my god look at the poster it was a really really nice yeah. way of executing something and bringing some real kind of authentic emotion to it all and that was kind of it and then it wrapped up and I had uh, uh, some lunch and then I went off to the NBA game last night which was um, again it was the game was a bit of a weird one um, but it was uh, you know the NBA smashed it yet again in terms of the the um, the entertainment and, and everything else they brought into it and to see be able to see Kyrie Irving play for me was pretty pretty yeah uh, Pretty insane. Yeah, it's a bit of a dream day for you, really. It's just it was a bit, end yeah. NBA goodness. Yeah. Proper Uber yeah. Uh, geek, geeked out marketing technology basketball day for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say not envious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Really, really cool. And um I think you created a few sort of slides around the event as well, didn't you? Yes, I have. Thank you for reminding me of that. And by the time this podcast goes out, we'll make sure that it's sitting on the website so people can go and check it out under our brand new Real Marketing Wrap content section. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yeah, very cool. No, it's had a really cool event in particular. I think there's some really great takeaways around the you know, dynamic email kind of concept. I really love that. Um, you know, I think regardless of what kind of industry you're working in, I think just kind of more personalized email using tools like HubSpot, um, you know, I think are definitely some interesting things to look at for 2018. And uh, yeah. yeah, the whole Alexa thing, you know, that has totally blown up, isn't it? I mean, it was by far the number one selling uh, the Echo Dot anyway, uh, yeah. over Christmas on Amazon. And yeah, I think, you know, people aren't already, regardless of whether they're B2B or B2C, if they're not already thinking about Alexa skills, then they really should be getting on that, yeah, uh, yeah, on that train. So, uh, yeah, really cool event. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, have you got any sort of other sort of like industry things you've picked up on over the last, uh, last well, since Christmas, I guess? We've been on a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, not so much industry stuff, but um, actually kind of, you know, as you do at the end of the year, start going through a lot of the the kind of stats from from the year in terms of your own marketing activities and one of the big projects that we kicked off in q4 was an account-based marketing um, push 
So yeah. basically kind of targeting tier one, two and three accounts and kind of thinking about how we're going to work directly with sales to engage with those those accounts across a pretty broad uh, decision-making unit. And one of the things that we did um, primarily focus around our, our tier one accounts was actually look at how we can introduce some um, can't ignore direct mail. Now, you know, over the last few years, I've gone very, very cold, as you know, much of the industry has on on direct mail for for good reason. You know, it, it basically yeah. just ends up in the bin. But yeah. um, we kind of really thought long and hard about how we could create something that you know is going to get through the gatekeeper, get opened, and acts as a really great conversation starter that allows yeah. our business development team to then kind of reach out and you know start that that initial conversation and, and kind of start turning that into an actual opportunity and stuff like that. And yeah. um, when I was looking through the stats for that, it, it literally blew me away at how effective that project was now it wasn't wasn't cheap you know we um we invested in you know a, a pretty nice kind of gift as um you know the the, the core sort of component of the the direct mail piece and you know we yeah. kind of clever little kind of play on on words in terms of the message in the in the box and what have you but um yeah we even had um one of the um the chief procurement officers from a, a FTSE 100 company um email to say that that was a really innovative bit of marketing well done the uh, the marketing team nice for nice, people to actually go great. out of their way to actually yeah, email great. something like that is, is actually really cool so um, yeah yeah i think you know while it's not necessarily a sort of industry trend or anything like we normally do at this point in the podcast but yeah. just in terms of you know something that we tried um you know for the first time quite frankly um during 2017 that completely exceeded my expectation it was you know one of those kind of experimental kind of campaigns that we thought well you know if it doesn't really work um you know we would have learned something let's move on but um, yeah you know 100 percent going to be baking that firmly into the 2018 plan around oh, nice. how we can continue to do more of that kind of thing so uh, yeah yeah don't don't kind of um uh, ignore direct mail you know I think if it's done well and you know it's something that is actually quite creative then it will get the cut through um, and and kind of act as a great conversation starter so uh, yeah yeah nice. that was a really really interesting one for me cool cool nice so that's something definitely to take in um, I guess the only thing that that leaves us with for this one because we're trying to wrap it up short um, is, is my rant Oh, it could be your rant. Go. It needs to be your rant next time. Like, you've definitely <laughs> got to do the rant next time. But my rant is dry January. God damn it! I, 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 <laughs> I understand the need to want to get healthy and all that other kind of stuff. But everyone has to learn. You just do things in moderation and you get to enjoy a little bit of everything. So, uh, you know, and, and I, it was interesting. I think somebody turned around to me and said, if they had a choice of being a vegetarian, like having to go vegetarian for a month, or do dry January, they go vegetarian, and I, <laughs> I, I think I have to agree with them. Even, even with my burger-loving fandom that I have, uh, I think I would probably end up going uh, vegetarian. I just think it's nice to not to to be able to have a drink and not feel too bad about it. <laughs> you know, maybe dry January is those people that probably just drink way too much. <laughs> I don't know. There is. No, I'm with you there, and I think um, if anything, you should just uh, experiment, experiment, and drink more sort of uh, kind of uh, yeah. varied drinks during during January rather than stopping completely. So turn it on its head. Yeah, agreed.
No, cool. So, uh, no, I'm with you on that round, that's for sure. So, uh, cool. So, um, yeah, anything else that you've kind of seen across the industry? No, no, I think, of... I think I've done my, uh, exhausted my uh, output of information uh, today, uh, given that I got home relatively early last night from the game. <laughs> um, I'm even surprised I'm stringing sentences together at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, good skills. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll... Uh, we'll Get on to uh, getting some guests on over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no, it's uh, going to be uh, business so as usual. Have you got any speaking gigs lined up this year at all? I haven't actually. No, no. What about you? Because I know you used to do I've an got, awful lot of that. Didn't you? Yeah, I've got maybe two or three. So um, maybe we'll kind of announce those um, over the next few weeks um, when when you can come and find us. Actually, yeah, that'd us. be really cool. In fact, um, yeah, you've you've actually given me. Um, an idea there. I need to actually go and line some stuff up. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, no, good shout. So, um, yeah, really good to uh, to catch up and uh, get our first Happy episode New Year. of uh, yeah, Happy New Year. First episode of 2018 under our belt. And uh, moving forward, we will be going back to our our, our normal kind of style of having uh, guests on the show to interview. So, um, watch this space. There, we've got some some epic guests lined up. So. Uh, excited to get those uh, up and running but um but yeah all good cool see you later people take care till next time thanks for listening to real marketing rap and if you like what you heard don't forget to share the word you can follow joe on twitter at brand joe and tim at t bush big shout out to dj tiger style for the music you can check him out on djtigerstyle.com for more about us join our whatsapp group you can check that out on realmarketingrap.com Peace out, people, and keep it real till next time. The bloopers. So how was the basketball? Uh, good, mate. Good. A bit... Yeah. Um, a bit uh, alcoholic actually. I started drinking at sort of three thirty, and I wasn't like heavy. I wasn't heavy drinking, but it was just steady yeah, yeah. drinking until yeah, about yeah. one a.m. Um, what yeah, was the final was score? I was watching a little bit in the uh, the pub. Off the, the Celtics won by twenty in the end. Nice.